A Chinese spy balloon was seen flying over the U.S., and Republicans removed a Democratic congresswoman from a committee. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Friday, February 3rd. Let's get you caught up today with these seven stories. First up, confidence in police has dropped after the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols. Americans are more doubtful that police are properly trained to avoid excessive force. Americans also don't think that police treat white and black people equally. These are the findings from a new post-ABC poll. This suggests that last month's beating in Memphis has impacted overall views of police. And this decline appears to be driven by the changing views of white and Hispanic Americans. A suspected Chinese spy balloon was spotted flying over Montana this week. That's story number two. The Pentagon briefly considered shooting it down before deciding it was too risky. The balloon's flight path goes over a number of sensitive sites. A man in Billings, Montana, spotted the unusual balloon in the sky on Wednesday. He was able to zoom in and see it with his camera. And for those of you who think uh, this might just be the moon, it is not the moon. The moon is off to my right. I can see it. Uh, This is significantly smaller than the moon. This sighting comes at a time of peak tension between the two world powers. Secretary of State Antony Blinken will also be traveling to Beijing next week, and the visit is meant to help stabilize the U.S.-China relationship. A spy balloon in the U.S. probably makes that a little harder. Number three. Republicans voted yesterday to remove Representative Ilhan Omar of Minnesota from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. This came after an angry debate on the House floor. Here's House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries talking about the move at a news conference yesterday. What's going to take place on the floor today is not a public policy debate. It's not about accountability. It's about political revenge. That is what it's about. You probably know Omar as part of the squad, a group of young liberal lawmakers in Congress. Republicans said it was because of past anti-Semitic comments, but Democrats said it was payback after two far-right Republicans were stripped of their roles in 2021. Number four, an epic generational Arctic outbreak is hitting New England today. Wind chills in northern Maine could approach minus 60 degrees, the lowest in decades. That's cold enough to cause frostbite in as little as five minutes. Advisories also cover much of the northern plains, the upper Midwest, and the remainder of the Northeast. Here's number five. Restaurants can't find workers because they've moved on to better jobs. Nearly three years since the coronavirus pandemic upended the labor market, restaurants, bars, hotels, and casinos remain short-staffed. The service sector is short about a million workers. So where have those workers gone? A lot of people who were laid off have moved on to office work, where they're more likely to have increased flexibility, stability, and often better pay. The Grammy Awards are this weekend. That's number six. Beyonce leads the way so far with nine nominations. And Bad Bunny's Un Verano Sin Ti is the first all-Spanish language record up for album of the year. 
This is Mi Porto Bonito. It's personally one of my favorite songs from the album. He'll be performing along with other artists, including Harry Styles, Mary J. Blige, Sam Smith, Lizzo, and Brandi Carlile. Comedian Trevor Noah is hosting. The ceremony is on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And at number seven, Netflix gave people an accidental preview of its password-sharing crackdown this week. It inadvertently updated its site in some countries to say that you'll have to re-log in every 31 days to confirm your primary location. So we've known something like this is coming. Netflix told us last fall that you'd soon have to pay a fee to share your account with someone who doesn't live with you. Netflix is testing these changes, but plans to roll them out more broadly in the next couple of months. And just like that, you're all caught up and you're ready for the weekend. And since it's Friday, you know what time it is. Time to give a shout out to the crew. The assistant producer of The 7 is Taylor White. The staff writers are Tess Homan and Jamie Ross. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing support by Christina Quinn and Renita Jablonski. Copy editing is by Shannon Kroom and Melissa No. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. If you like what you've been hearing, drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a rating on Spotify. I'm Jeff Pierre. Have a great weekend, and let's do this again on Monday. There's always more to the story. I'm Leanne Caldwell, anchor of Washington Post Live. Each week, we bring you inside conversations between the newsroom and the people we cover. From global leaders enacting change to cutting-edge artists redefining our culture. And we make you and your questions part of every conversation. Listen to Washington Post Live wherever you get your podcasts and watch on demand at WashingtonPostLive.com.